Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Monday, January 23rd, 2017. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We are here Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. If you missed a call, just head on over to our website, www.whendreamscollide.com. That's whendreamscollide.com. You can go there and check out all the replays. They are titled and dated. Also, while you're there, be sure to subscribe to the mailing list. Become a VIP, a Vision Impact Partner. And then uh, you'll be able to stay plugged in and connected to everything that is going on. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get this call started on this morning. If you're driving, please be safe. If you're stationary, get out your pen and your paper. We ask that you post your notes on social media. Tag us in it using the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it. Honey, would you come onto the line and say good morning to our VIPs? Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning family good morning vips come on y'all vision impact partners this is the day that the lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it i am excited about your future yes did you hear me i said i am excited about your future that's why i want to talk to you from a thought this morning i'm fired up and ready to go I'm fired up and ready to go. I'm fired up, ready to go. I'm fired up and ready to go. You know, this is a theme that I adopted many years ago after I heard uh, former President Barack Obama using it at several of his rallies and several of his uh, events, and I adopted it in terms of every time I would speak and get on stage, I would always have the audience to repeat after me, I'm fired up and ready to go. It's a, it's a term of excitement. It's a, it's a term used to conjole. Uh, it's a term used to just fire yourself up, get ready, and get pumped, and get, get charged up to go take on your task. And, you know, it's amazing that uh, you, can, you can always use something that inspires you or say something that inspires you. And oftentimes um, we don't trace back the history of where that particular phrase, that particular person, that thing, that idea is even rooted or came from. And so on yesterday, I, I put up a video on social media of a recent event I had, a, I had an opportunity to speak at over in Raleigh, North Carolina, several hundreds of people that were there. And I started off that seminar as I started, as, as I started off many of my talks with having the audience to say, I'm fired up and ready to go. And uh, we started saying that. We started chatting that. The energy in the room was electrifying. Start saying it, and I start breaking it up into three different sections. One section would say, I'm fired up. The other section would say, I'm ready to go. And then the middle section would say, now. And so with all these hundreds of people and me playing quad director, uh, it just became so exhilarating. People were so pumped. Most people were very excited. And uh, the, 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 uh, the lecture or the talk that I did ended up being so emotionally charged because when you get people involved in something, it just takes it to another level. By the way, I want you to write this down. Words are the birthplace for emotions. Words are the birthplace 
for emotions. Words are the birthplace for feelings. Words are the birthplace for feelings. That's Dr. Mike Murdoch. And so oftentimes when we say words, it creates a certain feeling. When we speak something out, it creates something within. When you speak something without on the outside, it creates something on the inside. That's why I often tell people that you grow old because of time, but you grow up because of a decision. Would you write that down? Please post that somewhere. You grow old because of time, but you grow up because of this uh, of a decision. But I was tracing and, and wanted to identify where former President Obama got this term, I'm fired up and ready to go, and somebody tagged me in it. And I watched the video of how he came across it, and he said it was back when he was running initially for, for, uh, for office in 2008. And, of course, when you're running for anything, you're running all around the country. You're running all around the city when you're running after something. When you're running a campaign, you are literally running all across the place. So for those of us that don't find ourselves running around the places, because probably you ain't running after nothing. But he was running for election for the first time. He's a little unknown senator from uh, Chicago, former community organizer. And um, here he is. He's headed up to uh, South Carolina, not North Carolina where I was, but he was headed up to South Carolina. Said he woke up that morning. He wasn't feeling well. He felt like he was dealing with a cold. But he had to press through because, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you one thing about running for something. Doesn't mean that your body won't fail you at some point or another. Doesn't mean that you won't have a pitfall or setback. It doesn't mean that you're always going to feel good. See, ladies and gentlemen, what I've discovered is if you do or pursue destiny only when you feel good, you will never get there. If you pursue destiny only when you feel good, you will never get there. So he gets out of the bed, he says, and shaves and gets ready, and he opens up the blinds of his hotel room only to discover that it's raining. <laughs> Here I am. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm running after my destiny. I'm running after my dream. I'm running and chasing after a vision because a vision gets you up from where you are. A vision is what you see. Your purpose is why you see it. In other words, purpose is your visions or your vision and pictures. Purpose is your vision and pictures. And so because he had a vision, just like you have a vision, he got up from his bed, even while he didn't feel good, opens up the blinds, he sees that it's raining. And he says, oh, man, this got to deal with this. Have you ever felt that way? <laughs> I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. I'm excited. I've got to get some things done. But, man, I'm tired. But you press anyway. And says he gets dressed. He goes downstairs to get in the car. And it's pouring down rain. He opens up his umbrella. And his, umbrellas, uh, his umbrella opens up on him. And, and it breaks. And so now here he is getting drenched in rain. Can you see him? He's drenched in rain. Gets to the car finally, and he asks the driver, well, how long is it going to take to get to this place? The driver says it takes about an hour and a half drive. So here he is, already dealing with the cold. Here he is, already tired. He is already exhausted. Here he is, already been traveling around the country. But he's now has to drive in the car or ride in the car for an hour and a half, drenched while dealing with a cold. Finally gets to the location after an hour and a half drive. To add insult into injury, he walks into the room 
And the crowd that he was expecting of a few hundred, maybe a thousand, is no more than 20 to 25 people. <laughs> Have you ever been to a place where your expectation was not met, but you still had to go along with an energy and an excitement that was at an all-time high? Ladies and gentlemen, disappointment comes from one of two areas, a misguided expectation or an unmet expectation. And here he is. Expectation is not met. Here he is, misguided expectation, tired in the body, exhausted, still pressed on, still pressed through, came downstairs in the rain, got rained on, had to ride in the car for an hour and a half, drenched. I get to my location in which I've had to fight for so long or for so much to get to this place, and I get here, and other people that said they were going to do something didn't do it, and they dropped the ball. How do I respond? As he's explaining this, he says he goes in there and he starts, puts on a smile, has to straighten up his back and deal with it, because oftentimes you just have to straighten up your back and deal with it. You can't pray it away. Listen to Paul. Paul said he had a thorn in his side. He couldn't pray it away. He was a man of God if there ever was one. And he still had to live with a thorn in his side. And ladies and gentlemen, most of us, all of us at some point are going to have a thorn in our side that you are just going to have to deal with. You can't pray it away. You can't fast it away. You can't wish it away. You can't remove it. You just have to deal with it. So he starts shaking hands and attempting to warm everybody up, meet people. And he says, they just weren't feeling him. He said, they weren't feeling me. They weren't feeling me at all uh, for whatever reason. But nonetheless, he shakes hands, he smiles, he's tempted to meet people, and he gets up to do his speech. And as he's getting ready to give his talk or give his speech, give his lecture, he is a lady in the back. Lady in the back in the middle of the 15, 20, 25 people says, fired up. <laughs> and uh, the room says, fired up. He's looking, he's kind of perplexed and confused. And the lady again says, fired up. The audience of 15, 20, 25 people says, fired up. <laughs> then she says, ready to go. They all say, ready to go. She says, ready to go. They all say, ready to go. And he says, after he gave such a, a speech, or he, he gave the speech to only discover that this lady that was sitting in the back was, had a, um, she was number one. She was a part of the NAACP. She had a position in the NAACP. A middle-aged woman, dressed colorful, <clears throat> has a big hat on her head. She was also a private detective. But this lady, she was very well known, had been known for years and years and years all throughout North Carolina. And every speech or every attendance, every seminar, every place that she was attending, she would always say, fired up, ready to go. And everybody would, would adapt into that principle and get, say, fired up and ready to go. And former President Obama says it was at that moment that he realized, in spite of how small the crowd was, in spite of the opposition, he joined in with everybody else and was saying, fired up and ready to go, fired up, ready to go. And he says before he knew it, he did get fired up. He did get ready to go. He got fired up. He got ready to go. He delivered his message. He did carry the state. But here's what's most important. He says he realized that your voice matters. He realized that one voice, listen, one voice could change a room. And if one voice can change a room, one voice can change a city. If one voice can change a city, one voice can change a state. 
If one voice can change a state, one voice can change a country. If one voice can change a country, one voice can change the nation. If one voice can change the nation, one voice can change the world. And from then, every single time he gave a speech, he would start it off with, fired up, ready to go. Fired up, ready to go. Every time he'd give a speech, it wouldn't be 15 and 20 and 25 people. Because if you take care of the least of these, if, if you do it in the small season, you can do it in the big season. If you treat it great in the small season, if your attitude is great in the seed season, it'll get greater in the harvest season. And so he goes from now talking to crowds of 15 and 20 and 25 people where he's having to be drenched in his, in his suit with rain and and he now goes from 15 to 20 to 25 people to 15 to 20 to 25,000 people. He goes from 15, 25, uh, uh, 15 to 25 people to 15, 25,000. It goes to 15 million. It goes to 25 million. And before you knew it, he had the whole nation. He had the whole world saying, I'm fired up and ready to go. And it came from one woman who was sitting in one room with one hat that had one voice. So my message to you this morning is I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. I want you to say that to yourself right where you are. I'm fired up and ready to go. I don't care how, how life may have drenched you last night. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. I don't care how tired you may be in your body or even in your mind. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. It doesn't matter the disappointments that you have faced and that you will continue to face. I'm fired up and ready to go. It doesn't matter who lies on you, who talks about you, who throws the brick in hell and hides their hands. I'm fired up and ready to go. It doesn't matter if the volume went backwards. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. It doesn't matter who's laughing and mocking and ridiculing me because they see me in my seed season when there's only 15 to 25 people in my group after a year. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. It doesn't matter if your spouse is supporting you at this particular time. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. It doesn't even matter how much money is not in my account. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. It doesn't matter if nobody else can see the vision that I see on the inside of my heart is I'm fired up and I'm ready to go. And you keep saying that. You keep believing that. You keep achieving that. You keep resonating with that. And before you know it, you will be fired up and ready to go. Fired up, ready to go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, persistence is the name of the game. You got to keep going. You got to keep pressing no matter what, no matter what it looks like no matter what it feels like, no matter what you're thinking like, you just got to keep going. You got to keep moving, and you got to keep doing. And with that persistence, with that perseverance, with that consistency, you'll get the goal. It'll happen for you. It's all, God is preparing you for what and who he's already prepared for you. Everything has already been laid out. All we got to do is just trust the process, trust him in the process, and walk it out every single day. Be excited despite the circumstances. Be be excited when you want to be frustrated. Don't get frustrated. Get fascinated with certain things. Don't let it take you out. No. Let that issue that was meant to be a tombstone 
that was meant to destroy you and kill you, turn that into a stepping stone and let it uplift and propel you to that next level. There's good in every bad. There's positive in every negative. Every situation that the enemy uses for bad can be turned and will be turned for our good. We just have to see the good in everything. And maybe majority of the times I would say that good that you're looking for in that situation is inside of you. It's not going to be in the people who are playing a part in the situation. It's going to be within you. So you got to go within. You got to go within to get fired up and ready to go. And you got to go within to discover those things that that are positive in that negative situation. There's a light at the end of every tunnel. All you got to do is keep pushing. So whether it's one or one million, you proceed. You move forward. Because it doesn't take a ton of people to do great things. All you need is one. One person with courage is So you just got to express that courageousness, that creativity, that commitment, that consistency, and display the character of an individual who says, no matter what, I'm going to work and I'm going to win. No matter what, I'm going to stay positive and I'm going to be progressive. No matter what. I'm going to see this thing through to the end. That is what gets you fired up and ready to go. That's what's going to make sure that that whatever it is that you accomplish, that it grows bigger than you, that you are able to have a ripple effect of people, of, of lives that you're going to be able to impact from just one decision, one decision. You're called to do great things. Before you were even born, there was purpose in you. God had a purpose for you before anybody had an opinion about you. So it's that purpose that should fill you and continue to push you to that next level. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm fired up and I'm ready to go. And I am excited, so excited for what God is going to do for you in this season as well. Many of you are going to be walking into your harvest right now in this season. This month you're going to get phone calls and text messages and emails from people saying things that are confirming things, what you've been praying for and waiting for. Connections you've been wanting to make is going to happen now. Conversations you've been nervous and, and, and scared to have, you're going to be able to have them and get resolution and revelation and restoration. See, 2017 isn't just about a new year. It's about a new you. Honey? Fired up. I'm ready to go. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly Bless your dreams.